0: Guys and welcome to or back to the Positive Soup podcast with your host Summer Clark. So before I begin, I want to just quickly disclaim why in every episode for the past probably three months I've worn this exact hoodie, um, and that's because my house is absolutely freezing um, to the point where anything else just isn't warm enough, and I don't want to have to wear ten layers. And this, for whatever reason, is the warmest piece of clothing I own. So. I've just been wearing it non-stop in the house basically because it keeps me really well not not really warm it keeps me less freezing without having to wear like 20 other layers on top of it so that is why i've been wearing this in every episode for so long i do own other clothes this is just very this is just by far the warmest i don't know what how it's not even thermal i don't think but it's just really warm and fluffy and nice and it's just really cold i mean it's warmer outside than in my house today. I think it's 12 degrees or so my Apple Watch says, and it definitely doesn't feel like 12 degrees here. So that's why I'm always wearing this. I do have other clothes, just saying. So today, um, actually, I just realised, Happy New Year. This is going up on the 3rd of January, so it is technically now the new year, although when I'm recording this, it is the day after Boxing Day um the 27th of december but today i just want to go through 10 lessons 2023 taught me and then my vision for 2024 because i've talked a lot about you know goal setting for 2024 and all that kind of thing lately um you know on my socials on other podcast episodes um youtube videos stuff like that but i haven't actually i don't think i've actually gone through my visions for 2024 and by vision i don't mean like goals as such, because that's boring. And also, um, I did write down all of my sort of agility goals um, on in a QA and a that I did on Instagram not too long ago. So most of you will have already seen that uh, by vision. I mean, sort of more it's very hard to explain like attitudes. I want to take into the new year more than actually things I want to achieve, if that makes sense, uh, which I actually think is more important uh, because by doing these things, I'm probably more likely to achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve anyway. If that makes sense, um, so that is what we are going to talk about today. Um, again, I know I've had I've done loads of purely solo episodes um, as of recent, and that's because it's really hard to get guests um, over the Christmas and New Year period. Oh, sorry, hairs in my mouth. Obviously, people are busy around this time of year. But going into the new year, I do have lots and lots of ideas for guests that I will be reaching out to very shortly and hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I will have some really cool guest episodes up for you guys very shortly. In fact, not hopefully, I will. (laughs) So first of all, weekly recap. Well, it's just been Christmas. So again, no agility or dog related activities as such, uh, just Christmas related ones. So lots of meals out with friends and family lots of drinks out i'm pretty sure i have drank alcohol every day for the past week or something like that Uh, maybe bar one day or so which has been very fun um but yeah lots of family friends food drinks stuff like that um i put a reel up the other day yes on boxing day yesterday um not for you guys but for me yesterday on boxing day about the importance of you know just you know i know i rave about handler fitness and nutrition But enjoying the food, the alcohol, uh, stuff like that is equally as important. And, oh, actually, this is the main weekly recap, the most exciting one, in my opinion. This morning, I went back to the gym after 10 days off. I've had a chest cold and I haven't been able to breathe, as you know. But it's finally gone away and I'm finally fine and I can finally breathe, which is fantastic. And I went back to the gym this morning, smashed out a beautiful chest and back session. And honestly, it's just the best thing ever. Felt great, feel great now. Just happy to be back doing the thing I love, which is working out, lifting weights, being at the gym, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, And I have a very exciting day on Saturday. This Saturday, well, I'll have already probably announced it. Yeah, well, I've already, well, not announced it. I will have already probably posted about it by the time you're watching this. But this Saturday, I have my first Cali Cross um, training session with a trainer i am so excited it's a one-to-one so i'm going to be trying on kit um you know just trying it out getting to grips, stuff like that so i will have posted about posted about it already by the time you're listening to this but that is so exciting um got a few more festive days coming up this week out with family and friends and stuff like that and then obviously it's going to be new year's eve on sunday um so i'm going out drinking clubbing whatever you want to call it on new year's eve And then on New Year's Day, we're having family over and having a meal and chill out. And then on the second, on the Tuesday, I'm back to work. Um, So I'll be getting back to my social media executive job on the second. So that's yesterday when you're listening to this or when this comes out. So I'll already be back into the swing of work. Um, And I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to normal. To be honest, it's nice to have a break and do fun things. But also sometimes I find myself a little bit lost in the day now. I've got into a routine with my new job, you know, I've kind of got too much time. And I'm thinking, what do I do now? And I'm kind of just doing random little bits of like my own personal social media work and not even work, just like stuff for myself, just because I want to be doing something. And that's how you know something is your real interest when you're doing it, even when you don't have to. Hence all the social media stuff I do that I don't get paid for. I just do it. And that's mainly what I've been doing lately. It's currently raining right now. I've been doing lots of weaves with Arrow in the garden, but it's chucking it down today. So I can't do that unless I want to risk him slipping and dying, which isn't how we want to end 2023 or start 2024. So that's kind of sad. I hope the weather perks up, but it's not looking good for the rest of the week. But anyway, it usually changes, so we'll see. So that was a very long winded intro, but without further ado, let's get into 10 lessons this year has taught me, and then we'll move into my vision for the following year. Now, I would just like to take a minute to introduce you guys to the podcast sponsor, Huel. So here I have one of the ready to drink Huel meals, the berry flavor. Huel ready to drink is a meal in a bottle with over 20 grams of protein. It really is the perfect meal for when you are on the go. You don't need to sacrifice convenience or nutrition. You can have both with ready to drink. Each serving has 26 vitamins and minerals. This means every bottle of ready to drink has 175 health benefits. It is made from natural ingredients such as coconut, sunflower seeds, tapioca, pea protein, flax seeds and hemp seed protein. Every meal is vegan and it has no gluten, no palm oil, no GMO, No lactose and no animal products whatsoever. It comes in 8 delicious flavours including iced coffee caramel and strawberries and cream as well as the classics like vanilla, chocolate and banana. It is absolutely delicious and just tastes like a milkshake. It is widely sold in supermarkets, petrol stations and corner shops around the UK and it can be conveniently purchased online. I found out about Huel because I was looking for a product that would give me all the nutrients that I need while travelling to events and staying over at competitions and training events. So when it's time to refuel and have a meal. I can just drink a ready-to-drink Huel product and get all my nutrients quickly, easily and without cooking. It's perfect when I don't have the time or the facilities to cook. For example, when I'm camping at a competition, I'm going to be drinking at least one a day at KCI and Dogs in Need. If you're super busy, just like me, then you really don't want to miss out. You can easily and conveniently shop Ready to Drink from Huel at the link uk.huel.com pause. I hugely appreciate anyone and everyone that uses my link as it helps keep this podcast running and every sale through that link helps keep my podcast Going. buying through my link also gets you a free t-shirt which will be auto-applied at the checkout if you subscribe to a Huel order you can save 10% you can choose how often your subscription comes for example every 2 weeks, 4 weeks, 6 weeks etc and these are super easy to manage on the website and you can edit whenever you like uk.huel.com pause so number one of the 10 lessons 2023 has taught me is that you can't control everything and you shouldn't try to. It's literally a lo- you're gonna lose the battle. Um, I have tried doing this for as long as I can remember, controlling everything, thinking I can, and ultimately, no one can. It's impossible. So then you just feel even worse because you feel like you've tried to do something and failed. But realistically, no one has ever succeeded in that challenge. And why would you want to it's a bit too much it's a bit excessive it's a bit controlling it's no fun so i've given up on doing that um so yeah this year's really taught me that you just can't control things in life and that's fine you should just let go of the necessity to do that um examples include things like injuries and illnesses obviously i had a flare up my back that i'd sort out and luckily i have got sorted out now um illnesses been off the gym for 10 days with the first illness that i've had all year so that's throwing me off my routine can't do anything about those things you just have to rest recover deal with them your dog's behavior now again i put a story up the other day of arrow doing weeds in the garden um and on one side of me going into the hard entries he smashed it straight away Uh, the other side of me going into soft entries he took 10 whole minutes to understand And I'm thinking it's the exact same behaviour, just the different side uh, that he's just done. And it got me thinking, you know, instead of getting frustrated, just think this is something that you cannot control. Working with kids and animals, they say, you shouldn't do it. And we do it with our dogs. And you can't control your dog's behaviour to a certain extent. You know, we can train them and use the methods that we know work. However, every dog responds differently. Dogs have their days where they're just going to be thickos, basically. and sometimes they just find things difficult and that's just it and we can't control that, that's in their brain. So just letting it go and thinking yep they're just a dog at the end of the day, that's fine and doing our best, maybe adjust the situation so I turned the jump a little bit differently uh, at an easier angle for him, I started next to his side instead of leading out and we did get a nice successful rep to end the session. Obviously, if he hadn't got it after the 10 minutes, I would have just stopped, uh, got him to do something easier and then called it a day. Um, that's another thing that's important. Not just going, and going, and going until you get it right because it's, you're just going to get more frustrated. But I gave it 10 minutes and he did get it at the end of that 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, you can't control that. And also getting, getting beaten in competition. You can't control that. Say if you give a stonking run and you're leading but then someone pips you at the post or you're sitting in eighth and the top eight dogs qualify for a final you want to get through to and someone knocks you down into ninth by 0.1 of a second but you know you put in a great run and you're happy with it and you did your best not even if you're happy with it if you know you did your best in that run which we all do our best in every run we do don't we really then there's nothing you can do about it i know it's annoying and you can be annoyed at with it you know at the time but you just can't control that, that's just it. Do you know what I mean? And just learning to let go of that is massive, I think. So number two is that rest is just as, if not more, important than work. So work in any sense, whether that's your job, agility, the gym, anything. And it must be prioritised. I I've really learnt this year after being someone who was go, 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 work, 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 more, 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 you know, thinking that doing more would, you know, give me better results and more results and more success and more happiness. That is not the case, More, uh, less is often more in fact. And if you don't rest, I've really, really learned that you will actually get less done. You will be miserable most of the time while you're doing the things anyway, and it just really defeats the object. And resting is so important because it means that you can come back to the tasks that you want to do and give them your full energy and full attention and you're probably going to do a way better job of that work that you have to do after you've rested, you can't have one without, well you can't have the work without the rest essentially, Um, and you can't really have the rest without the work either because you're not going to want rest if you don't do anything, if that makes sense. So they come hand in hand, they must be balanced, Uh, but if anything I think you should rest a little bit more than you work if you want your work to be of a high quality. So that is huge, that is something that I've learned this year. Number three is that the journey is more important than the destination and it must be enjoyed because think about it, the journey is actually longer than the destination. We spend way more time in the journey than we do at the destination. Before, you know, we spend ages in a journey, maybe even a couple of years, then we reach the destination or achieve that goal and then, you know, maybe enjoy it for a day and then slip into, like, we think, right, what next? And then we go into the next journey for the next destination then reach that and move and it's a vicious cycle so if we hate the whole journey just to get that day or so of happiness when we achieve the destination just to then move on to being miserable in another journey for a different destination then we're actually spending most of our lives being miserable so this year's really taught me like with arrow for example that you know you have to enjoy the journey otherwise there's no point like if you don't want to go through the process of getting somewhere you shouldn't really do you really want to get to the destination like is that something that's worth it really and i don't think so so that is something that i have really learned if you don't enjoy the journey that you know i don't think the destination's worth it really if it's that grueling a process that you hate you can probably do without reaching that goal to be honest so number 4 is that if you're unhappy with something change it to the best of your ability and i know this isn't always practical or achievable for everyone but examples include jobs hobbies friends and routines for example so For example, in my own case, I um, found a new job this year. Oh, my voice just broke again. Wouldn't be a me podcast without a voice break. Um, Yeah, so I switched jobs. I worked at McDonald's for four years. At the end of it, I absolutely hated it. Dreaded going every day, was unhappy. I could have easily just sat in that job because it is comfy. It is easy. I am good at it. You know, I always got the job done. It was decent pay. I could have just sat in that. But because I hated it, I was like, no, I'm going to go find myself a new job and I had to go through the discomfort of applying for loads of jobs, not hearing back from some jobs, getting turned down by some jobs, um, hearing that you need more experience, you need more this, you need more qualifications, you need more that. And that wasn't a nice experience, but it led me to the job I have now, the one job that got back to me and said, you know, we're interested. Um, I had to go through two um, interviews for this job that were nerve wracking and uncomfortable. to get the job. You know, I had to go through the waiting process of seeing if I got the job, you know. Then I handed my notice. When I found out, brilliant, I handed my notice in. I had to work the notice for my old job. Um, And then finally, I'm here now and I'm happy with my new job. So I was unhappy, so I chose to do something about it, even though it was it required more effort and a, a bit of putting myself out of my comfort zone. But it paid off and I changed that for myself. And if it wasn't for me, then I would still be in that job that I hated, if that makes sense. Hobbies, same thing. If something that was once a hobby of yours is now making you miserable, you can change hobbies or you can just scrap having that hobby. Um, You can always try something new. You can find something new that you'd enjoy more and that would make you happier. That is in your control. You don't have to keep doing anything you don't want to do. You can change things. Friends, same thing. I know this might sound a bit brutal, but if someone's making you really unhappy you don't have to spend time with them you don't even have to just break off the friendship with them you could just let it fizzle out you know not make an effort with them put off plans stuff like that if you prefer or you can just be straight up and say you're not treating me with respect and I don't enjoy your company anymore because of the way you're acting so I think it's best if we don't spend time with each other either way, up to you, but my point is you can change your friends, Uh, you can cut people out of your life that aren't serving you almost, and you can also make new friends as well, you can go out your way to make new friends, you can approach people at the gym, at a coffee shop, at a show, you can message someone on social media, you know, yes it's uncomfortable, but if you want new, you know, more friends or new friends or certain friends, you can make the effort to make them, and if your current friends aren't Pleasant, for example, and you're not enjoying being friends with them. You have the power to stop being friends with them too. I know it's not easy, but just knowing that that is actually in your control, if you want to make that change, is quite empowering, I think. And routines as well. So if you don't like your routine at the moment, you can change it. For example, when I started my new job, I started off by uh, getting up, having breakfast, walking arrows, starting my job, then going to the gym after my job, and then coming back and. walking arrow again, and then having tea and stuff. And that worked for a while, but then I decided I'm not enjoying this. I don't have as much energy after work for the gym. So I started getting up slightly earlier, going to the gym before work. I was then way more productive through my work day because the gym gives me energy. I felt good. And then by three, when I was more tired, I just headed out and I walked arrow. I gave him his whole walk in one go. So instead of splitting it up like he used to, I just went out and did his whole walk in one go. And it was just a great way to wind down after work. It actually gave me a bit more energy for the evening. I then came back and chilled out. So I changed my routine because it, you know, it wasn't making me as happy. um, And I knew there was a better alternative, which I found. So there's another great example. Number five is that human connection is important and spending time with the right people boosts your mood. So I've always been a little bit antisocial. I was actually quite a recluse when I was really little. I've now come out of my shell a lot through mostly through forcing myself to do that. Um, but something I've learned this year, after making much more of an effort to, you know, connect with people, meet new people, you know, arrange things with my friends, see more friends more often throughout the year, um, instead of just leaving it to other people to arrange things. Um, and people are busy, so they often don't. So if you if it's important to you, then you be the one to make the effort and. I feel way better doing that like I always leave you know I choose my friends wisely I don't have tons of friends or a big friend group but the friends I do have you know they leave me feeling really great afterwards so I've been arranging regular meetups with all of them and you don't always have to go somewhere where you have to spend money um you know even if you just meet up invite them to your house and have a coffee or yeah, yes you could go out for a meal or to Starbucks and grab a coffee or something like that or go for a dog walk which is free or go to the gym, that's a good one. Um, So anything, and doing all of that has just made me feel way better and more connected and just boosted my mood a lot, I've noticed. Um, And I think that is scientific to be fair, company does make you feel better mentally. Um, So that is something I've learned in 2023 and I will definitely keep doing that in the next year. So number six is that amazing things happen and unmissable opportunities arise when you leave your comfort zone. And push through uncomfortable situations this is a huge one i used to prefer staying in my comfort zone because i wanted to avoid that nervous feeling in your stomach and your chest you know everyone gets it you're not alone but the moment i thought right i'm bored of that enough is enough i need to push myself out of my comfort zone do different things and everything changed basically and you know my life became more exciting more opportunities happened for me um a lot of them that i would actually made myself by getting out of my comfort zone and making the first move towards things and everything. And, yeah, just great things happen when you get outside your comfort zone. Your comfort zone is going to get boring eventually if you stay in it. And you will also find that the things that were once out of your comfort zone, if you get out of it enough, actually become part of your comfort zone and you become comfortable with them. Um, And a, a simple example is me podcasting. It was out of my comfort zone on the first few episodes and now it's in my comfort zone. That's something that I do and feel comfortable doing it. So by getting out of your comfort zone, you're stretching your comfort zone too. So you're, com- you're, mo- you're comfortable doing more things. And I think of life as that, you just constant Ow, my funny bone. Anyway, um, <laughs> that really threw me off. Oh, that was so painful, I always do that. Um, but yeah, as you go through life, just think I'm expanding my comfort zone and make it as big as possible and then get out of it again and make it bigger. So that is definitely a big one. Number seven is loss is inevitable and grief doesn't last forever, but the memories do. So as most of you know, I lost Earl, my first dog um, in April this year. And obviously he was my first dog and my first proper like loss, if that makes sense, touch wood. And I'm lucky to say that to be honest Um, and I am grateful. That he is my only real painful loss that I've had so far Um, I know there'll be more to come but again, just it's part of life um, and Yes, you grieve and you have to let yourself grieve and be sad and it's okay to just wallow for a bit and be sad But it does pass the grief does pass like now I can talk about it and I'm completely fine um, and You know You can't avoid you can't avoid loss. It's just part of it, but grief passes and then you know you realize oh the memories are still there you know all those years that you had with that person or with that animal and you can look back on them with gratitude and you know you can learn from the things that they taught you and enjoy thinking about the memories that you made with them so you know when you're if you're going through loss just remember you know grief doesn't last forever It's inevitable, everyone goes through it, and soon you will be able to look back on the memories fondly. So that was a big one that I learnt this year. Um, Number eight is that difficult times always pass, and feeling sorry for yourself doesn't speed them up. So, this is a big one for me. So, difficult times is very individual to everyone. What I think is a difficult time, you may not think is a difficult time, and vice versa but if you're going through a time that you are not happy about and you are finding difficult at any given moment um just remember that it does pass it has to just like the really good times pass and something bad happens you know um it switches around again and something good happens that's just the cycle of living i suppose um and wallowing in self-pity and feeling sorry for yourself and thinking the world's against you actually doesn't do anything to speed it up or make it go away because my default is actually to feel sorry for myself straight away and be dramatic, um, but it actually doesn't help. And I've learned this year especially um, that it just that nothing happens if you do that and it actually makes you feel way worse. So you may as well just not. Just spare yourself the extra pain of wallowing and just try your best to have a positive outlook on it. I know it's hard, I'm still not brilliant at it, but I've really learned that you may as well just not wallow in it <laughs> you may as well just not because the outcome's not going to change and you know wallowing in it and feeling sorry for yourself for longer will probably actually make the difficult time last longer in the big scheme of things so just don't basically um, the next one is that you can make the conscious decision not to let other people negatively affect you so this is another thing you're not going to get on with everyone not everyone's going to like you and you're not going to like everyone and that is totally normal and totally fine in fact it'd be weird if that wasn't the case but you know you can actually choose to let other people's actions and things they say to you or things you know they're saying about you behind your back for example you know you can let you can just let that brush off you and you can you can just think that i don't care that is nothing to do with me you know (laughs) you can just ignore it or you know stand your ground and say something back or you know you have to be strong and think this person is nothing to do with you know and i know sometimes if it's your close family or friends it is a bit different but you know you can choose to just zone out and you know think different things distract yourself and i mean i know you have to deal with it and you can't just brush it off but you you are in control of how things make you feel long term you'll get the initial pang of the feeling that it gives you but then you can go hang on you know, I don't have to let this person's outlook or what this person said about me actually affect me. And don't give in to it either. Don't let them win, I I think. If it's an unpleasant person, don't let them win. Just be like, yeah, that I don't care. <laughs> and that'll actually bother them way more than if you react or if you clearly let it bother you. So that's a big one I've learned. And also, social media, you can mute, you can unfollow, you can block. Easy, okay? If you don't want to see someone's, content or get messaged by someone because it makes you feel bad block mute unfollow bam you don't see that person every single day anymore and that's a big one so yeah just don't let it affect you who cares about other people at the end of the day well that sounds really mean who cares about people that don't care about you that's what i meant to say anyway you know what i mean and finally number 10 the 10th lesson i've learned this year that hard work commitment and determination always does pay off like it does like for example with arrow you know arrow gets better with every passing month so he is the best he's ever been right now in agility and as a dog in himself in his confidence and that's because of all the hard work commitment and determination that i put into him and into his training and into his socialization post covid and all, all sorts like that you know after lockdown and again this year is just another year of proof that all that hard work and commitment and being determined and dedicated to doing something it does pay off it has to like hard work has to go somewhere and it just does so keep working hard and i'm going to keep working hard in the next year knowing that it is going to pay off for me so that is the 10 lessons that this year taught me so now swiftly moving on to my vision for 2024 i've got 10 more points Um, Again, these aren't really goals, they're just sort of mindsets, attitudes, ways of living that I want to take into the new year. You mostly already know my goals for agility, you know, it's the usual kind of, you know, all the qualifying things you can qualify for, etc, etc. Every year they're very similar in agility, to be honest, so I thought I'd go a bit deeper with my vision. So number one is venturing outside of agility and that is very conflicting to what I just said about having all these agility goals. But, you know, I think sometimes we make one thing way too important to us and it ruins it. So as a lot of you know, I've experienced um, burnout with agility this year. You know, I've lost my agility mojo. And I think that is because I do have quite an obsessive personality. And when something means something to me, it means everything to me. And that I without, I subconsciously put a lot of pressure on that then um, in that case. So I just think for me, the healthiest way for me to keep doing agility and enjoying it this year without facing the loss of mojos that I've had throughout this year and getting burnt out by it every now and again is to venture outside of it a little bit. And the ways I'm going to do that include Canny Cross. As I said in the intro to this episode, I am starting Canny Cross this year. Uh, before the new year. Well, yeah, two days before the new year actually. But that is something I want to focus on in 2024. Um, Not necessarily competitively, we'll see how we get on, but just something so that there is something that means something to me outside of agility and something that I can be proud of outside of agility and enjoy outside of agility with different people and not have everything relying on the same sports, same community, same shows, same thing, do you get what I mean? Um, And the other thing is my solo running. So I want to do a solo 10k race, Um, it's local to me, I believe it's in October. So basically starting as soon as possible um, I'm going to up my running again and get training for that basically and that is something that I want to work towards for October so again that's just something outside of agility that I want to do for fun and also as to set a goal to achieve something that will make me proud outside of agility so there's two things straight away um, there for me to do and also I'm sure more things will come up throughout the year. Um, number two is compete in as many champ singles ABC and states qualifiers as possible so obviously these are the things that I want to achieve these are some of my long-term agility goals so I want to do as many as I can for the mainly for my own headspace thinking I am doing everything I can to actively pursue and prioritize my agility goals Um, so you know I haven't really because Arrow has taken so long to get up to standard or you know to the point where I actually want him to get to the point where he is qualifying for these big, almost kind of stressful events. Now I know he can cope with them. I really want to crack down and get to these qualifiers. And even if we don't qualify this year, I know I've tried, you know, I've got that experience in for both of us. So I want to definitely take, you know, qualifying for those things a bit more seriously in the sense of chasing them a bit more. And obviously I'm not going to get to all of them. I'm not going to make us travel five hours for some of the shows that are ages away um you know because you just don't that'll put way too much pressure on and make it feel like a chore again but just thinking about it a little bit more than i have previous years i've already written them all down in my notes page with closing dates venues how long it'll take to get there and stuff like that so i'm already starting to plan those out so i don't miss them and yeah that is something that i definitely want to do in the new year number three is grow my personal and professional social media career Excuse me. So this includes obviously my job as a social media executive, well, the social media executive for Inflework. Um Me and my colleagues and my boss were discussing just before I broke up for my Christmas holidays that I took, um, you know, new ventures for the company in the new year. And they're really exciting and they involve, you know, a progression of my own career um, in that my own role in that company. So that's exciting. So. I want to put lots into my my job with that company and really progress in my role, Uh, my freelance social media work as well. I do a little bit of um, social media work for people outside of my company, you know, on a just a me basis. Um, I just do it for them in my spare time. So that's something I'm interested in, maybe getting more clients um, or just making my work better, improving my designs, learning more about designs, stuff like that. Uh, The podcast, obviously, I want to keep being consistent, posting an episode every Wednesday throughout 2024, um, getting more guests on, making episodes better, uh, better quality, you know, getting better guests on, not saying that any of my guests weren't amazing because they all have been, but you know what I mean, taking it in an improving direction, if that makes sense, as natural. Um, And obviously all my other social channels, so as I said in previous episodes, I want to do more on YouTube. Um, I want to focus on new content on social media like Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that which I have already started planning, I know what you guys want now, I've asked you and yeah so I know what I want to focus on for my content and I basically just want to, my main aim with social media in the new year is to, on my channels, on Pause and Pursuit, is to provide more value to you guys, more educational content instead of just documenting all the things I'm doing just myself, if that makes sense. So that's a goal. Um, I want to balance that a little bit more, um, and I have some really cool ideas that I hope will help you guys. So that's going to be my main focus there. Number four is embracing failure and showcasing it alongside success. So, a lot of you, I think all of you really like when I post the bad in quotation marks as well as just all the good and the successes and stuff. Um, So I want to do more of that, you know, I want to post the fails, I want to post the bad runs, I want to post, you know, the frustrations, I want to post the times when I feel like giving up and stuff like that more in the new year instead of just... Because social media is such a highlight reel and people think that's realistic and that's just everyone's entire life, but it's really not. Like People just don't share the lows on social media because it's uncomfortable and they feel vulnerable and they're not proud of it maybe, but, you know, I think... I want to really showcase the negative side as well, because it makes it will make you all realize that you're not alone in your struggles and motivate you to keep going and make everyone realize, you know, mine and agility's, mine and, agi- mine and agility's Arrow. Mine and Arrow's agility careers aren't perfect um, and have lots of downs as well as the ups that I post. So, you know, I've got a lot of interest through posting the lows as well. Um, over the past few months when I have so I'm going to do more of that in 2024 um obviously I want to post more sort of general lifestyle content on my socials um I think 99% of my followers you guys said that you wanted to see that again because I'm big on balance and showing the balance and that I'm not constantly training and constantly doing this and that and this so you know it shows you guys, you know, you're doing enough. You're doing your best. You you know, you don't have to try and do as much as maybe you think I'm doing because realistically I'm doing other things in between. I'm balancing it. So again, I want to showcase more of the fails and more of the life outside of agility too. Um, I keep losing where I am on the page. Yes. Yeah, so five, keep putting extra effort into my friendships. I prioritise this a lot, uh, mainly over the past half of this year. Uh, the latter half of 2023 and it's made me feel so much better it's made me feel a lot less lonely it's made me feel a lot more connected it's made me realize you know that I'm not alone in my feelings my experiences because when you sit down with a friend and talk about life you realize you're really not in it alone um and especially people in your age group you know you realize everyone's going through the same shy basically <laughs> um and that, you know maybe talking to older people or younger people get different perspectives you know just I really want to carry on putting a lot of effort into connecting with my friends. You know, I want to make new friends as well this year. I want to you know, reach out to more people who I think I'd get along well with. Um, maybe on socials, you know, meet up with people I haven't met before. Again, out of my comfort zone, but it always ends up being great in the end. So that is definitely something I want to do this year. Number six is stick to my routine because I love it. It makes me feel good and it makes me productive, but Allow flexibility and spont—can't oh, say this word—spontaneity. I think that's right. Someone pull me up on that, if not, the English police can come for me. Um, allow flexibility and spontaneity to break it on occasion. So again, perfectionist mindset, OCD mindset, obsessive mindset, and I think I do have mild OCD. I'm really not joking, and I'm definitely a perfectionist. So when something comes up or someone suggests something fun and spontaneous, but it, it doesn't fit into my routine going with it, allowing it to happen and embracing it and enjoying it and letting the routine go for that day. Um, Or, you know, if something unexpected happens and needs dealing with, prioritise it, you know, don't think I have to stick to my routine because of it, you know, just be a bit more flexible, a bit more chill, a bit more open to other things outside of my little bubble, if that makes sense. Because, It's a very rigid way to live when you're obsessed with sticking to a routine day in, day out. Um, Not every day is going to look the same and it's just about really, really accepting that and rolling with it. Um, Number seven is practice the 80-20 approach in every area of life. So similar to the one before, it's all about that balance. So a good example is with nutrition. So 80% good, whole, healthy foods and 20%, you know, the desserts and the snacks that you love. And that's a bit in life in general, you know, 80 percent, you know, you're working hard, you're doing the things, you're being productive, you know, you're working towards your goals. But then the 20 percent can just be doing what you literally just want to do with no purpose um, and not to achieve anything, just to do it or eat it or, you know, say it or whatever, just because you want to in the moment. I think that'll really help me and my mindset a lot in the new year and I'm hearing it quite a lot 80 20, so that's something I want to really practice and get better at implementing in my own life. Number eight is practice saying no to things that don't serve me and things that I don't actually want to say yes to, but you know, maybe I feel like I should, or you know, I don't want to let someone down. You know, it's not being a people pleaser, it's fine to be selfish and put yourself first sometimes. Um so say no to things when you don't want to do them or, you know, you they it won't do anything for you. You know, you won't get anything out of it. It's fine to say no to things that you won't get anything out of. I mean, it's great to do things for other people, but obviously if you really don't want to, you shouldn't feel obliged to say yes. So that is something I think that is important in the new year. I've already done that a few times, turned down a few judging appointments, for example, because I actually want to compete to get a reward for myself out of it and that's totally fine. That's how it should be. I'm prioritising. Again, uh, my last episode, not my last episode, two episodes ago was uh, how to set and prioritise your agility goals and goals in general, to be honest. And one of the points that I made was, you know, knowing what means more to you and putting that first, no matter who else is involved, etc. So that's a big one. Number nine is keep pushing myself outside of my comfort zone in every area of life because I cannot express to you guys enough how life changing that has been since the moment I decided to just be stronger in my mind and just do things that are outside of my comfort zone just to see what happens, you know, I expanded my comfort zone like you you said, like I said, and I'm like a whole different person because of it. I'm doing things that I could only have wished I could have been capable of a few years ago, if that makes sense. So I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna see how big I can get my comfort zone by the end of 2024 and then expand it again in 2025 and so forth for the rest of time. And number 10, the final point here is slow down, let go of perfectionism and unsubscribe to toxic hustle culture. So me and my mindset are a sucker for hustle culture. And especially cause I spend such a lot of time on social media, with it being my job and my hobby essentially, um, I'm on it most of the time. And that is fine but also you know there are trends like hustle culture where you see these influencers who only put the, the good parts of their lives on social media and then being productive and achieving things and eating just only healthy and you know never skipping a workout for you to be fair i never do that in sml but still <laughs> like you see all this perfection and these people working hard and running their own businesses and earning loads and loads of money constantly and You can unsubscribe from getting affected by that you can just think that's not real life they're not sharing all of it and that's something i want to really do for myself is either not look at as much of it or really you know mentally speak to myself while i'm watching those things and think you know this isn't all of it you could you could literally make content like that that portrays the same message if you wanted to by cutting out all of the non-hustle culture parts of your day and there's plenty for everyone if that makes sense unless you want to burn out in the end so you know and if someone is doing that then yeah they're probably going to burn out at some point and you don't want to do that because trust me, being there, done that, not fun Um, so yeah just slowing down a bit, not thinking I have to always be hustling and grinding and achieving something throughout every day all the time and not being so such a perfectionist, doing my best but if it's not perfect then still being happy with myself that I did my best and still being proud of the, the work or the thing I did produce out of doing something even if it's not perfect because all we can do is our best like I've said a million times before and done is better than perfect, um, I've often heard that from a few people lately online especially and it's so true, it just rings really true to me because I think you can procrastinate and procrastinate because you don't think you're going to do something well enough or you know you could maybe for example people that maybe write a book or something or write a blog post or a piece of content for social media and they don't think it's perfect so they put off posting it or publishing it and it never gets done but if they would just done it then who knows what could have happened it could have been great so done is better than perfect if it's done to the best of your ability but you still don't think it's perfect it is it is fine it's great do you know what i mean so yeah and there you go that is everything for this podcast episode actually really enjoyed recording this one it's been quite heartfelt a um, great way to end the year for me i suppose on this podcast i know it's technically the start of the year now but this is the last um podcast episode i'll be recording this year obviously well i suppose i could record another one but in the next four days but i'm probably not going to because there's no need and i'll be very busy celebrating the new year anyway yeah so i hope you all have a fantastic well Hope you all had a fantastic new year's um and that's that's pretty much it from me without further ado you know exactly what i'm going to say please follow me on all of the socials i'll put them here on the screen and they will also be down below in the description um i'm active on most of those every single day so you really don't want to miss anything i post on there especially with all the new and improved content ideas i've got for the new year you can't be missing that Um, And also, if you want to leave the podcast a review or five star rating, that would mean the world to me, because it'd be like a a Christmas, a late Christmas present, because I have showed up every Wednesday all year and I'm proud of myself. So if you're feeling generous, give me that late Christmas present and that would be amazing. And make sure you use my Hule link if you want to buy ready to drink for your New Year adventures, for shows, stuff like that, Um, because we love some freebies. We love some discounts. Who doesn't? and the products are amazing incredible yeah and that's pretty much it so without further ado I say that way too much in the outros I always feel like I'm forgetting to say something in the outros but thank you for listening once again and I will talk to you all next Wednesday at 8pm bye guys